also um, talk about God's gift. I think God gifted you. I think you were just a fan from Indiana, and he gave you the ability or whatever, and you had the first song, you know, this homecoming thing. It was a accident. It was, as far as I can tell, you know, um, the first song, Where Could I Go? I think you just pulled a few people in to do that, yeah. and all of a sudden it was blessed. Yeah. You know? And I think that you were the only, pe- only person in the business that had the clout that could get everybody together like that. You know, uh, when I was 19, right out of high school, I tried to do this full-time with a group of young guys I'd met at Stamp School, and we starved to death uh, for a whole year. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me <laughs> because I had to come back and say, you know, with the skills you were born with, it's not enough to do what you have to do, I guess. I guess that's what I said. And so I came back and enrolled in college, and none of our people had ever gone to college, but uh, uh, went went to Anderson and got and, and got a degree. And I think the ability, and then in the meantime, had met Gloria, uh, and 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 the writing then was really broadened out after I met her. The songs I'd written up to then were good and they were solid. But after I met her, I was able to philosophically and theologically get out beyond just my my little circle. I put all those things together, and I say, uh, you know, God was in it, and his timing was right, and and, uh, even though it was hard to be patient at the time, and every time a bus came through and I smelled the diesel smoke, it was tough to stay in school, (laughs) (laughs) you know. But that was what I was supposed to do at that time. And I think all of those things along the way helped me later on because my singing skills and my and, and my and my playing skills were not good enough to make it. But my ability to produce evidently was, and my ability to put things together evidently was. And what happened in 91 when we did the first video, really, in all fairness, was I just used those gifts that I've been doing all of my life. We've always packaged after the trio got popular, we started bringing young artists along with us. I can remember Don Francisco and Sandy Patty and Carmen and Michael English, Steve Green, Larnell Harris and Mark Lowry. We were always adding some new people to what we were doing. So I, I, I always knew how to make a program more than just our program, just our stand. And so maybe the Lord was just preparing me for that day and said, okay, uh, here's a new thing that we need to do. Most good things uh, 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 happen, ju- just happen. They're supposed to happen. And, uh, and and if we do happen to have the gifts that can uh, take them farther, then God can take it and, and do good things with it. And let me also say, if the Lord isn't in it, it doesn't make a difference how hard you push it. You can po- push it, promote it, market it until you're green in the face. But God just happened to be in, in, in those first uh, tapings, and uh, he wanted that to happen, and, and, it, did, and it did happen. I think the first video, they just did this, the one song, and that's the only thing you had planned, right, was just the Where Could I Go? Yeah, I had seen the country music videos, and every now and then they would bring in a George Jones or Rory Acuff or somebody from the past with a new young artist. And I would say, we don't do that nearly enough. We need to, we need to do that. And so the vocal band said, let's bring in some of our heroes and, uh, and do this tune. And so we did. And the word kind of got out 
that we were doing this, and when it got out, even people like Larry Gatlin said, can I be part of it? I said, come on, Larry, you know, and somebody else said, can I be part of it? So we ended up with about 14, 15 people, Eva May, Howard, Vestal, uh, Glenn, George, Jake, Hovey, Brock, uh, Ben, the Spear Sisters, J.D., and, uh, and Jim Hill, and saying, where could I go? And at noon... And 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 did did that. That was a four-minute song that we were going to try to even get on some country stations. And noon took a break. And then in the afternoon, uh, after and we we got what we wanted in the morning, and but we wanted to get a picture around the piano. And first of all, we were just having a good time. So we had mm-hmm. brought in some fried chicken. And afternoon, we went in around the piano to take the picture. And uh, Larry Gatlin said, "Even may play something." And so she did. Even before we took the picture, I never forget. Uh, uh, even May said, "Let's pray for this uh, video," because she was only thinking about the four-minute video. But then we took the picture. Even May played on "Meet You in the Morning." We all started singing, and then something else, something else. This went on like a three, three or four hours, like a like a prayer meeting, you know, and uh, prayer and praise meeting. <laughs> and uh, there was only one camera watching it, just to get a. A minute here, or a second here, or a second there, that they could add to this four-minute song. You mm-hmm. hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe a slow motion thing. And then they're going to throw it away. Uh, the rest. I, get, I asked the company, "Why are you going to do the rest?" I said, "Throw it away." I said, "Hey, let me have it, just because. I mean, those are my buddies. Okay." Yeah. So I brought over here at the house. We had a little player in our bedroom. Lord, I sat down and watched it. I said, "There were tears running down my face." I said, "This is so sweet." If I could save some of this, and they're like three or four hours, and I salvaged about fifty minutes of usable stuff out of it, mm-hmm. and uh, and I didn't know whether anybody would buy it, but we finally put it out, and I was just amazed that that many people cared. And, and, and you've grown from that one camera video to a series, many many videos, and now even a very large entertainment company, Clear Channel, has has uh, gone in with you and, and helping to, to push the concert series around, uh, not only around the country and, and in great markets in, the, in this country, but also worldwide and on television everywhere. It's just it's really amazing. The, the story of the Homecoming series and how God has used you and, and all the friends that are involved with the series is amazing. Well, it's amazing to me. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, we went from that one camera, one mic, to Carnegie Hall that night, uh, the the night itself cost the the fixed cost that night of getting that video was a little under a million dollars. Now that is staggering, yeah. <laughs> you know. But to have the opportunity to do something at that level, and to have Carnegie Hall filled with a with a whole bunch of Northeasterners, yeah. you know, who who say I love this. This is great. This is fantastic. And and it Mark, it comes back to what I have said. For a long time, I just believe there's a big audience for this kind of music. It's good music. It's it's America. It, you know, it's, it, it's a slice of America. It's part of our life, and uh, um, I mean, it's it, 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 it's stuff that just lasts and lasts and lasts over generations. See, in every new generation, there's always artists and writers coming along writing new stuff. Very little of it will last, uh, and 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 that's always the case. But boy, the, the, a lot of this stuff did last. You know, uh, we were at a funeral service the other day of a saint, a missionary, and uh, during their service, they they did a couple three hymns and ended up with a hallelujah chorus of the pipe organ. It was exciting. 
but at the graveside they sang all four verses in course in course of uh, I'll fly away. And she released butterflies at the graveside. And uh, her analogy was her husband, with whom she'd lived for 53 years, uh, was now out of his cocoon, out of the shell he lived in, and he was Mm -hmm. going home to heaven. (laughs) We say, I'll fly away. I mean, it's pretty exciting, you know, to think that song that Albert Brumley, just an old country boy down in Springdale, Arkansas, wrote with his guitar is meaningful to a church that has a pipe organ that does a hallelujah chorus, yeah. and I'll fly away as part of that culture, too, and it should be. Yeah. I can remember at um, after the first video was done, um, the second video, Reunion, came along, and Eva May asked me, um, she called and asked me, she said, would, would you like to get up that early that morning and drive me to the studio that morning? Because she was telling me what was going to happen. And I knew then... You know, this is going to be really good. Yeah. And I can remember, I sat next to your mother, Bill, um, Mrs. Gaither, uh, on the sidelines. And I can remember when they started up on... Um, living by Faith. Yeah, Living by Faith. And they did it. Uh, Egypt was once my home. I thought, yeah. Lord, I'm fishing to get up and shout. Like, <laughs> that's the first time I heard that big sound. You yeah. Know? yeah. And uh, I drove Rex and even made it the... Uh, studio that day, and yeah. I thought I wouldn't have traded that for anything. Yeah, that that was at the Benson Studios in Nashville. Right, the Dude. second one was. Yeah, and then the third one, I remembered it was the first one we had done in in Alexandria, <laughs> and uh, uh, there was an excitement about everybody just coming into the room, wasn't there? <laughs> oh, it was. There was an energy that you cannot describe for people who love this kind of music. But it's interesting to me, to, I mean, we have, uh, Jake Hess says something interesting one time. He says, Bill, he talked about, he said, uh, he gets a lot of calls these days. He said about, he said about 75, uh, about 25% of them are calls from the old days of people who have seen me in the Statesman of the Imperials or Masters 5. But about 75% of them are brand new people who said, you know what, I, I never knew who you were, but boy, I love you. You know, said, you wear that funny hair and everything, but I still like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, this opens, these videos and these series have really opened up this type of music to a lot of people mm-hmm. that never heard it before, probably. I'm still convinced there's a big, big audience out there. If it's presented right, there's nothing wrong with the music. The music is good. The music's always been good. It's always been sound, and uh, you know, and, and comparing it with a lot of the contemporary stuff, it, it is still music that requires some musical education mm-hmm. to know how to do it. And uh, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of, and I don't want to sound like an old timer here, but 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 a lot of the music today, it, you could you could do it with a studio and a lot of money, you know, just going in and, and doing studio sounds and stuff. But this, you got to be somebody's got to be able to play the piano, sing the notes, you know, stand there flat-footed and sing. As Glenn Page used to say, "Just sing flat, sing flat, stand flat-footed and sing the song." Yeah, yeah. 